Production. Recorded live. Hey, sisters. I missed you all. <laughs> okay, so um, I want to give a little brief minute for everybody to come into the chat room. Um, some people are saying they're having a hard time getting on. Let me see. I still see some California and Central Indiana. I need whoever that Central Indiana person is and that California person is to, um, yeah, call in with your spirit name or put punch in, <clears throat> punch in your information. You hear voices. You hear voices other than me? She says she hear voices. I don't know, but okay, so last week and the week before, I wanted you guys to get a copy of the Kabbalion because I said we would be drawing lessons, lessons from the Kabbalion. So I wanted to make sure everybody was in tune with that. If not, then just listen along because I'll be reading from it tonight. From it tonight, so yeah, someone said they hear voices. I don't know. Can you guys all hear me clearly before I start the reading, or do you guys hear others talking? I don't know what's going on. She says she hear voices. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. I'm clear. We're good. I got my phone set up right. Okay, so um, last week we talked about the law of cause and effect, and I want to read a brief, <clears throat> a brief um, segment from the Kabbalah. It's on the principle of rhythm. And this is actually the fifth principle as well, so flows out and in. Everything has its tides. All things rise and fall. The pendulum swing manifests in everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. Rhythm compensates the Kabbalion. The principle embodies the truth that in everything there is manifested a measured motion to and fro, a flow and inflow, a swing backward and forward, a a pendulum-like movement, a tide-like ebb and flow, a high tide and low tide between the two poles which exist in accordance with the principle of polarity described a moment ago. There is always an action and a reaction, an advance and a retreat, a rising and a sinking. This is in the affairs of the universe, suns, worlds, men, animals, mind, energy, and matter. This law is manifested in the creation and destruction of worlds, in the rise and fall of nations, in the life of all things, and finally, in the mental states of man. And it is with this later that the Hermeticist find the understanding of this principle most important. 
The Hermeticists have grasped the Hermeticists have grasped this principle, finding its universal application, and have also co- discovered certain means to de- to overcome its effects in themselves by the use of the appropriate formulas and methods. They apply the mental law of neutralization. Keep that in mind. We're going to talk about that. They apply the mental law of neutralization. They cannot annul the principle or cause it to cease its operation, but they have learned how to escape its effects upon themselves to a certain degree depending upon the mastery of this principle. They have learned how to use it instead of being used by it. In this and similar methods consist the arts of the hermeticist. The master of hermetics polarize the master of hermetics polarizes himself at the point at which he desires to rest and then neutralizes the rhythmic swing of the pendulum, which would tend to carry him to the other pole. All individuals who have attained any degree of self-mastery do this to a certain degree, more or less unconsciously, but the master does this consciously and by the use of his will and attains a degree of poise and mental firmness almost impossible of belief on the part of the masses who are swung backward and forward like a pendulum. This process and that of polarity have been closely studied by the hermetists, and the methods of counteracting, neutralizing, and using them form an important part of the hermetic mental alchemy. Okay, so oh, I missed you too, Diosas. <laughs> um, yeah, so this this principle of polarity is basically talking about there is a there is a swing. You're gonna have um good times and you're gonna have bad times. That is the law of rhythm. Um. Are you also known as what goes up must come down? That's also like the um, religious, the religious version of this law. The what goes up must come down, or what goes around come around, or however you want to look at it. These are all concepts taken from this universal law. So once we can get in tune with this swing and we can get consciously aware of this universal swing, whether it's going on the good or the bad, we want to be able to apply the mental law of neutralization. How do we apply the mental law of neutralization? Well, first of all, it's all about consciousness because it's all about consciousness because you're going to have times, you're going to have bad times and you're going to have good times. But if you're always focusing and that is in that bad time is always being the forefront of your thoughts or of your focus, then you're going to feel, you are going to feel the swing or the negative swing of the law of rhythm. So the, the what you want to do is neutralize it by applying or thinking of something else, not letting certain things get to you. If you're having a bad day at work, sometimes you have a good day at work. Sometimes you have a bad day at work. But what you want to do is <clears throat> on those times where you're on those days when you're having a bad day at work, you want to make sure that 
you're focusing your energy on something else, something else that makes you happy instead of allowing the pendulum swing of the negativity of you not liking the fact that you're at work today. You have to allow this swing. You have to allow this to be able to um, the system hung up. Me? Hung me up? Can y'all hear me? Or am I talking to myself again? The system hung who up? Let me unmute her. Hi. Hello? Hello? You can't hear me or something. I don't know. Okay, so anyway, so let's say you're um, – I was talking to a sister yesterday. She gave me such a good breakdown about this. Well, not breakdown, but she gave me some good tips on what it is that she does during um, when it's time for her to apply the mental law of neutralization to this universal flow. Because you got to remember, the universe make is made up of negative and positive, good and bad, evil and good, um, up and down, left and right, that's just the law of polarity. So once you can establish the law or once you can establish the two poles of your situation, because you got to remember, like and unlike are the same. They are just different in degree. For example, hot and cold are the same. They are exactly the same. Hot and cold are exactly the same, but <clears throat> they are different in degree. So no one can really say where hot stops and cold begins. It gradually, they gradually fade into one another. So really and truly, they are the same exact thing, which is temperature, but on, but on two different degrees. So when you're applying this law of rhythm, you want to try to get in, you want to try to get in tune with, or try to Try to identify what the two poles are. What are the two counter, what are the two um, opposing energies in the situation that you're dealing with? You want to make sure that you can identify them and then try to, be, try, try to find the balance of the situation. If you can't find the balance of the situation, then always apply the mental law of neutralization to stay on the good side of the swing because they're all in the good side. And the way that you do that is by not allowing your mental focus to be on the negative. You have to put your mental focus elsewhere in something else that's positive because you got to remember that thought into that something else also has its its polar polarities or its poles. And that's what you want to you wanna be able to get in tune with that which benefits you, not the, not the part of the swing that does not. So the rhythm of the law of rhythm, it compensates. So no matter what happens, no matter what goes on, there, there's always going to be a compensation for it. You throw the ball up, the ball is going to go down. 
You want to make sure that you can try to not be in the way of the ball coming down, and that's what the law of mental, um, the mental law of neutralization is. So, this one girl yesterday, she was telling me her dude, <laughs> her dude, um, she feels like he's cheating. She feels like he's doing this, he's doing that, and she says she's been feeling like this for quite some time now, like um, maybe like three years, she said that they've kind of been like at an up and down um, standstill, and she's been thinking that he's been doing something, and she's not sure. She don't want to just, like, um, accuse him, but the way that she deals with the, the ups and downs of her relationship, she said when she's going through the down thing, the, you know, oh, I feel like this nigga is out doing something, you know, called me or he came home acting like this or I'm just feeling sad right now because I'm worried about what he's doing. She said the way that she um, neutralizes that negative swing of this law of rhythm that we go through, she just says straight up, like, I'm not suggesting that you guys do this, but this is what she does to deal with it. She says she got her side nigga and her side dude when <laughs> when boyfriend number one ain't doing right and she's starting to feel the negative effects of the pendulum swing from that relationship, she take her focus off of the negative and neutralize that pendulum swing by either she'll call him, she'll go hang out with him because he's all ready to hang out or whatever. But I told her my opinion. I was like, well, why don't you read? You know, there's so many things that you can do to, you know, apply the law of or the mental law of neutralization. <clears throat> and that's really and truly the um, the mastery of this law is because a lot of people, <laughs> I'm with her on that one, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, um, they really don't. They really don't know, like, what it is that they can do to do that. And I just feel like you got to take your focus off of it. I remember in the past, this past summer, I had made a video talking about us giving our energy, us giving our energy to these vampire entities who feed off of this energy. Why do they feed off of this energy? They feed off of this energy because they know that it is only us who can access this energy. So if they can get us mentally wild up, and if they can get us mentally or emotionally charged and have our focus on some other shit, then they know that, okay, these people are pretty much, they are not applying, they are not neutralizing themselves. So they are being affected by every little thing we put in the media, every little um, planned police brutality, all of these things, they are pretty much saying, like, okay, you know, we know how to get them because what do black people do? So-called black people, they sit up and they dwell on the bullshit. They, that's all it's about is just talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. Nobody is doing anything about it. And really and truly what that is is everybody is giving up, feeding their energy to the negative swing of the man of the of the pendulum of this law. <clears throat> so we just got to learn how to neutralize it. Focus, put your mind, always put your mind elsewhere. 
You want to have be able to just mentally be at peace no matter what situation comes your way because really and truly, what is peace? Peace is, peace, you can't be peaceful right now. Like, you know, I may be at a, a serene state. We all might be at a serene state right now. But peace, you really and truly can only activate peace when there's a storm involved. You can't just say, oh, I'm peaceful right now, and it'd be valid. Of course you're peaceful right now because you're just at a normal state. Nothing is going on, no type of uproar, no type of change is occurring. So, of course, you're at peace. But peace is really applied only when, when there's a storm. That's when you apply that peace. That's when it matters. That's when it counts. Can she be peaceful and keep and stand on her square when something happens? And that's what it is we have to do. We got to learn how to <clears throat> keep our energy within us. Use that energy, focus or that negative thing that we're going through. Use that as transformation. Use that, you know, the saying that they say, um, turning base metal into gold, that alchemist that alchemy saying by turning the base metal into into gold, really this is symbolic for mental states. We always have that lower level, just low vibrating mental state. And sometimes you have to uplift that and rise that up and and charge that, electrify that. So that is not at such a low vibrating, a low vibrating point. Um, Let me see. Oh, we have some new sisters in the chat room tonight or on the call, not necessarily in the chat room. Uh, yeah, I know I'll be really trying to keep my word, y'all, but I see one, two, three people who are still not using their spirit names. This is so important because I'm having, like, a lot of people, weirdos, like, hi, can I join the women's group? I don't know who they are. I'm like, uh, yeah, how did you get this email, though? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you know, I just, I'm just, I just want more information on joining the women's group. I know that, but how did you get this email, though? And they never respond, so I'm just like, wow, this is weird. <laughs> I hope they're not listening to us. So probably next week, if you guys, whoever those three people are, I know I said tonight I would kick you off, but I'm going to be nice tonight. But next week, I'm not even going to be on. I'm going to be signing off from a completely different, it's going to be a completely different um, call ID and all that. It'll be the same dial-in number, but it'll be a different call ID. So you guys will not be have access unless you do it that way. So I want to open up the line. I want to talk to y'all. I want to feel y'all energy. I want to. See if anybody have anything they want to share, any questions, any insights, yeah, all of that good stuff. I wonder if my sister Jody is on the line. I know she's calling in from Cali, but the other Rhode Island and Central Florida, I don't know who that is. Start talking about sex magic. <laughs> you always want to talk about sex magic. <laughs> What else is there to say? We went over mostly the basics. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to get y'all. I don't want to get too um too into it. 
Someone say yes, please. Well, start throwing out questions. I mean, where do I start? Where do you start with sex magic? It's so many. <laughs> start with the mantras. Well, first and foremost, I would like to say that with sex magic, there's always three. There's three parts with sex magic. And it's not sex magic if it's only just the genitals um, connecting. <laughs> that's just sex, and that's it. It's not sex magic. But with um, the first step is mantra. And mantra is pretty much good conversation. You got to give me some good conversation. You got to give me some some type of good affirmation or you know, something that I can, um, some type of, that's the foundation, like the good conversation. I need to know if we can connect on the mental level. Can we connect connect on the mental plane? And then it will be yantra. And yantra is two parts with yantra. Yantra can be symbols. Yantra can be a symbol, like where it helps you practice your visualization. It's usually like a, I don't want to say a bullseye, but it's usually just like this very erotic-looking Indian Hindu type of um, type of artwork, and you pretty much will stare into the center of this artwork. And by doing this, it is a, it is helping your focus. It is building up your focus um, <clears throat> because once you build up your focus you can build up your psychic abilities. And once you build up your psychic abilities, then the better it is that you can be in tune and receive these particular messages. Yeah, yantra can be visual, but it's two parts to yantra. The other part of yantra is the foreplay. Like, the the visual is when it's like pretty much you want to do some sex magic with yourself. You want to... Um, like masturbate and get your get your little <laughs> get your thoughts or your your intention into the universe. And with the um and with the mantra, I mean the tantra, that's when you actually go into the actual act. But tantra is not always um sexual either. How will we find the call if we have a different call ID? Will you send out an email? Yeah, I'll send out an email. I will send out an email. Because, um, I don't know, this is so confusing. I don't know. I will send out an email, though. I just hope whoever these um, people are, they, they choose to sign in with their name. Like, I know who this Rhode Island person possibly is. I don't have too many people from Rhode Island. My sister's in Rhode Island, and then there's, like, one other Rhode Island person. So I know who you are. I just don't know why you can't sign in with your with your um, spirit name. Oh, before the Tantra is the Yantra. That's, like, the foreplay or the mental focus. It could be a photo or it could actually be with your divine counterpart. We're talking about sex magic. 
I want to open the line. I want to learn from somebody today. Can somebody share something with me? I want to, I want to take some notes. I want to do something and just roll this blunt and kick back while somebody just go to town on some shit. Like, and we just take notes. Who want to volunteer and give us some, give us some spiritual insight? I didn't get the email this Monday. Is my spirit name showing up? Yes, Mama Conscious, your spirit name is showing up. I'm from Florida. I'm trying to. Your spirit name is showing, Empress Nusi. I can see your your spirit name. Okay, Creative Dreams. We're going to put Creative Dreams on the line. Hi, Creative Dreams. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? That's good. I'm doing pretty well. This is my first time talking, so I'm a little shy. <laughs> oh, is uh, it? But you were, yeah, you were on the show, right? I've been in the chat, but I never got on the call. Oh, okay. So this is my first time talking, but I do have a question about the energy neutralization, um, like the law of rhythm and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so my boyfriend's been having a really hard time lately just with a lot of stuff in business and personal life. He just lost his father a couple of days ago unexpectedly. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like he's going through a lot, so I feel him. So it's like the feeling that he's going through, I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm really sympathetic with his feelings. So I've been trying not to let it weigh me down, but, you know, I'm also trying to be there for him, too. So I just, I don't know. But being being there for him doesn't um, incompensate you having to feel down, you know, or you having to feel the pendulum, the pendulum swing of death. You know, you don't have to necessarily I understand why, you know, being connected with him and all that. And you might even feel, you know, how you feel as well. I'm sure you know his dad. But can you still hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm sure you feel how you feel with his dad. Or, you know, I'm sure you had a relationship with his dad or whatever. But you want to not allow that to, to, to get you off track. Because... yeah. I know you probably ain't, you know, probably haven't read as much about this particular topic as me, but death is an illusion. And you don't want, you know, and I know that's hard for some people to, to understand or to even, they don't want to hear that shit. You know, mm-hmm. like, what? I don't, what? Like, my dad mm-hmm. just passed. But really and truly, that's the truth of the matter. And you don't want to let that, um, you know, you don't want to let that get you off off track. Especially if you know this, you got to be the level-headed one for your boyfriend, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he's feeling the negative effects of the of the rhythm right now, and you got to be the one to bring that balance. Okay. You know, you got to, um, you just really want to neutralize, like, keep your focus off of that. Because, of course, he passed. So if your focus is on that, and you, yeah. if your focus is on that, then you, you're going to get sad or you're going to feel the negative effects of the swing. But if mm. you put your focus on something else, like, oh, I could be getting my business together or I could be, 
you know, working out. I could be yeah. at the gym right now losing 10 pounds. <laughs> now, that's, that's applying the law of neutralization. You're neutralizing yeah. that. You're not letting that get to you. You're not giving up your energy to that. Yeah. And that's what, I've, that's what I've been trying to do. I've just been trying to put it out my mind. I don't want to dwell on it. And um, I guess when he's more able to talk through his feelings, then, you know, I can kind of pull him up. Because he's, he's overall, he's a positive person. So, you know, it's just him going through the, the motions right now. So. Okay. He feel better. Thank Don't try you. to tell him this, though. Don't try to tell him this, like, right now. He can be like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I know. He's like, you tripping. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, you know, maybe another, at a later time, like, when he's mm-hmm. more sober-minded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. No problem. Um, so pretty much for those who are just stepping in, we were pretty much talking about the law of rhythm, which is the fifth law. Um, the past two weeks, we went over the law of gender and the principle of cause and effect. We really didn't even really go in depth to, but that's those other two is the sixth and the seventh law and the principle of rhythm is the fifth law. Our fifth principle, and um, we're talking about the law of rhythm is, you know, we have our ups and downs with every situation in life. It's always going to be up and down, but um, pretty much what the Kabbalion is saying is self-mastery are the ones who have learned how to use instead of being used by it. If you really think of it like an ocean, you're just like the like the tides or the waves. One minute it flows in, and then the, and then the next minute it flows out. So it's like, are you just gonna be flowing in and out, in and out? Or are you gonna be able to plant your feet in the sand? And it it doesn't matter if it's gonna go in and out. You still gonna be good. And that's what the law of rhythm is, and the law of um, are applying this the law of neutralization. It's really a it's really a mental law of neutralization. And as well as knowing and understanding that the principle of rhythm compensates. Know that it compensates. So just because you're having a bad day or a fucked up relationship or you're just feeling sad about something that's going on in life, just know that you're going through the universal law of rhythm at the moment. And there will be a compensation there is nothing is bad forever. You're not always going to feel miserable forever because the rhythm, the pendulum swing is going to go back to the opposite pole, which is you're feeling good again. So just know that pain never lasts forever. Everything heals. And yeah, you just want to stay level-minded in the midst of it all. Um, so that's pretty much as much as of a recap I can give. I would read the whole thing for you, but <laughs> yeah, look up the principle of rhythm. Everybody, I need you guys to get this book. This book is everything. The laws of Tahuti, the laws of Thoth, or whoever people are calling him nowadays. 
Law of Tahuti. And the Circle Seven, the um, the Circle Seven, is there a passage in the Circle Seven that refers to the Law of Rhythm? Yeah, the whole book. There's different um, there's different books that talk about the Law of Rhythm. I mean, there's, I'm sorry, not books, different passages, different chapters in the Circle Seven Holy Quran that talks about all of these laws, one through seven, every single order. Oh. <clears throat> also, I want to note, too, in the Circle Seven, let me get my Circle Seven. In the Circle Seven, it talks about Tahuti being known as Thoth. I mean, I'm sorry. Tahuti, he's known in Egypt as so, but really and truly, this is what we all consider Allah. Allah, who we consider Allah is really Tahuti, pretty much is what they were saying, what the Circle of Seven says. Let me find it. Because you got to remember, Tahuti was the scribe. He was the one who laid down the law. He was the scribe. You'll always see him writing something or the God of wisdom. He was always writing something. And his wife, who was, is um, Mayat, his counter or his divine counterpart is Mayat, which is balance, justice, or all law, also Allah. So this, all this information is in tune. It says, um, if you guys have the circle, the Holy Quran, Circle 7, page 16, it says, all people worship Allah, the one, but all people see him not alike. This universal Allah is wisdom, will, and love. All men see not the triune Allah. One sees him as Allah of might, another as Allah of thought, another as Allah of love. A man's ideal is his God, and so on. As man unfolds, his God unfolds. Man's God today, tomorrow is not God. It's all about the present and still and at peace. Um, let me see. The nations of the earth see Allah from different points of view, and so he does not seem the same to everyone. Man names the part of Allah he sees, and this to him is all of Allah. And every nation sees a part of Allah, and every nation has a name for Allah. You Brahmins, verse 19, page 16, this is where it says it at right here, verse 19. You Brahmins call him Parabram. In Egypt, he is Thoth, and Zeus is his name in Greece. Jehovah is his Hebrew name, but everywhere he is the causeless cause, the rootless root from which all things have grown. So this Kabbalion, these these seven principles are pretty much Thoth, or what modern-day people would call Allah, or Tahuti. So it's not really... um. These are just universal laws. If you want to take it in a religious way, then we could take it there. You know, we could get religious. But if you want to look at it from a scientific perspective, then we can look at it from that perspective as well. 
So it just it's all in the perspective or the way that you can receive the information. Let me see. One second. Um, I have some announcements that I wanted to get to. I can't find them. Um, yeah, so I want to, um, I would really like for everybody for helping, um, not helping, but just sharing stuff. Like, I don't want to just be, I want to learn from y'all. I want to get to know y'all too. I don't want to just be talking all the time. I want to see what y'all got to, to teach us some recipes or something. I know it's some cooks out there. I know some poets out there, some singers. Um, I mean, come on now. Some some teachers, some nurturers, some mothers. I know somebody out there got something to share with us. Uh, sign me off. Yeah. Hold on, y'all. I got logged off. Hi, who am I speaking to? Hello, I'm Beverly. <laughs> You're Beverly? Excuse me, you? excuse me, I don't mean to be rude. I'm just going to finish this food in my mouth. I'm, I'm actually oh. from Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> I've been emailing you from Beverly.YoungYan at, at Outlook, BeverlyYoungYan at Outlook. Um, my spirit name is Soul Garden. Right. I remember you. I'm sorry? Is that California? Yeah, I'm actually, I just relocated from East Palo Alto to Salt Lake City not long ago. Well, like about a year ago, but I never changed my area code. But yeah, um, Amina, right? Amina Bay? It's, mm-hmm. it's nice to finally meet you. Um, I actually get off of work right at 6, and so I wasn't wasn't able to call in. And I just got your email, like, just last night. So before, you know, the last two conference calls, I wasn't really able to, I guess, um, call in due to the fact that I was, you know, out of the loop. But I finally got the emails yesterday. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. But, yeah, have you um, have you been on since 6? Hello? Can you hear me okay? I don't know what happened, but I can't hear you anymore. Oh, wow. Can you hear me now? Oh, there we go. Yeah, I can hear you now. I don't know if that was just the reception. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, good, good, good. How um How's your day been, sister? Um, It's been going good. I've been doing a lot of reading lately. Oh. That's good. That's good, good, good. Any um have has has anyone can anyone else hear me right now or is it just you and and me talking? Yeah, they can hear you. Oh hello sisters. If you can hear me. Hello, greetings. My name is Beverly. I don't know if 
anyone else has, has met anyone else. But, yeah, my name is uh, Soul Garden. That's my spirit name. Um, or Beverly, my first name. Um, but, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here and, and listen in on everything. I didn't catch too much of um, what you were given until, I want to say, 640. I, I got in here about eight minutes ago. But, um, oh. yeah. Well, you know, you can always go back and listen and um, listen to all of our other past episodes, too. I'm looking forward to it, actually. <laughs> That's off the chain. You might really want to um, go recap on those. <laughs> last night? Or last time? Last, last week. <laughs> oh, last Monday. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, I was actually really sad I couldn't uh, listen in on, on those two. Uh, but, yeah, I'll go back and listen to all of them. Um, I appreciate you you having me, though. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad you're here and wanted to sign up and be a part of this. I am, too, and I can't wait to share information and, um, you know, and learn from, from each one of you sisters. I'm excited for, for the the whole process. Okay. Well, we are happy Journey. to have you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hi, who am I speaking with? Hello. Hello. Hi, who am I speaking with? What is your spirit name? Wait, are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh, this is Raya. <laughs> knowledge on uh, letting go like a past or a relationship that or anything like you know just a, it, it could be like an addiction or it could be a relationship it could be it could, whatever just the science of letting go anybody got uh, science on letting go <laughs> Let's see. I'ma just tell you like this. We already talked, but you know, like uh, like this is the perfect um this is just the perfect law or um the law of rhythm pr- principle of rhythm that we were talking about today. Yeah. Like really when it hurts, like I just look at it like when it hurts or when you are sad about something you're you holding on to you're you're holding on to the swing like you know you don't want to keep holding on you don't want to hold on to the to the the pendulum swing because it's going to go it's going to manifest to the right the same that it's going to manifest to the left and i don't know if you was listening when i had read that law i mean read that law the principle earlier but it was saying, like, it compensates, but the swing to the left is going to be the swing to the right. So the more you're holding on to the, 
to that swing that's going to the to the the the, the downside of the situation or just the negative situation you're going to feel the negative effects of it you got to really learn how to neutralize and put your mind not at the focus of that put your mind at the front focus of what it is you know that you could be doing like something different like oh i could be you know reading this book right now or like i was telling earlier you could be working out or you could be so you know working out helps a lot like it's so hard to think about something negative when you're working out your body just won't let you your body will not let you or allow you to have such low low vibrational thoughts because you're moving you're your your blood is your blood is pumping and you're energized, you know, you're flowing. So it's kind of like your body just don't have the time to even place itself in that in that situation to think like that, you know. Yeah. So if you, but uh, like a lot of people are saying, like, I think so. It's a because um, you can do moon rituals, you can do write something on a paper, the new moon stuff, you can do all of that. But it doesn't matter if you have not mastered mental of your mental clarity, you know? Yeah. If you still feel like this, you can write something on a paper and it's really not even going to matter. But what I can suggest to you is to do something of repetition. Do symbolic repetitious thing maybe every morning you know do something that you know is gonna that you need like for example um like me i'll just give you some examples for me if i was going through that situation um right now i need to my um my cosmetology license is about to have to be renewed also i need to um I need to be working on my website, finishing my website. I have to be um, my passport. Think of things that I need to do, so either I could let James piss me off and be sad about something he did, or I can neutralize my can neutralize the negative effects of me feeling emotionally bad and do what it is that of these things that I need for me to make me feel better, to make me flow as I am. Like, damn, I need that passport. I damn sure my website. I'm going through PayPal. And I I need to be doing, you know, whatever it is. I don't need to be focused on that. Why am I giving him my energy? Why am I allowing him to make me feel this way? Not even him. Why am I allowing this this, this principle of rhythm, this up and down motion, get to me when I am a master. I'm a goddess. This should never be able to affect me, especially nothing of the earth plane. That's just how I see it. You know, maybe somebody got some, <clears throat> some other advice they can give. But for me, I always look at it, hmm, what do I need? What type of self-love? What, what is it that I need for me? What can I do to feel better? And I just work on that a little bit every day a little bit more every day, you know, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, that is self-love. Self-love is knowing what you need and going about doing it so that you can be happy or accomplishing it so that it can be done. 
So if you know that there's a, a list of things that you need to be doing and handling and getting together for you, there's no way that something should be something should be taking as much of your energy. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got to let that want to just be on your heart because now it's affecting you. Meanwhile, he's gone and living it up, doing whatever. And now your energy is being drawn from the path or the life or or the things that you need to handle for you, you know? Yep. Let me see. I, I think somebody had something to say. What'd you say? I didn't I didn't think about it like how you said uh self love is really like getting in a ritual, like doing something for you that you know you need done. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. I kinda and thought that, of it more earnestly than that. <clears throat> that is the magic of it. That that's magic in itself. It doesn't necessarily have to be writing his name on paper or, you know, going to um well meditation always helps, but it necessarily it doesn't even have to be about that because if the mental state is not right, then what? You know? Mm-hmm. What is the moon gonna do for you? These energies energy um, matter, uh, frequencies, all of this, all of this stuff is subordinate to the powers of the mind. All of it. The moon, the sun, all this shit is subordinate to the mind. So it's like when you can pre-program you and, and pre-program the computer that's within you, the microchip that's within you, the pineal gland that's within you, you can reprogram that. Things are gonna fall into place. <clears throat> See, I think somebody else has something that they wanted to share. Hold on. Hi, Sacred Kepra. Hi. Hello. How are you? <clears throat> Good. How are you doing? Good. So, um, I just I just agree with what you were saying. Um, I'm not sure what her spirit name is. Um, but yeah, like you said, the, it starts in the mind, and for me, it's sometimes I do have issues with attachment, especially when it comes to um, you know, I know we had talked about this before, like not having. A lot of friends or people that you feel like really get you, so then when you meet that one person or you meet people that kind of resonate with you and then it's their time to move on, it it does get kind of hard to let them go and let go of just certain um, situations, especially like if someone has wronged you or if you just had a special attachment with somebody. But um, for me, what you know, it takes a long time, but... Like you said, start kind of replacing things. Like when you think about the person, just kind of use that as a time to kind of show yourself that love or that attention that you're giving to someone else. Um, Just put it back into yourself. Mm -hmm. Replenish. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, reclaim the energy. Because we don't realize sometimes how much time we really spend thinking about, like, somebody else, what they're doing, or they're going to call us, or we haven't seen them, or blase, blase, whatever the case may be. It's just like 
take that all that energy and put it into something productive. You know, start a start a hobby like start painting, or if you were into music, like get into all the stuff that you used to do. She's saying, um, she's saying, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, just um, use that time to to make you a to do list. Wow, yeah, take you know, take that time to make your to do list, and then every time you feel like you're thinking about that person, just do something on the list. Like, you know what? Oh, okay, this person popped in my head again. Let me go do whatever. Let me go. Let me go write a song. Yeah, <laughs> let me go exactly. Let me write a song. Let me. Or let me call a family member that I haven't talked to in a long time because you don't realize you can really use the energy for so much other things other than someone or something that doesn't belong in your life. And when you're engulfed in that situation, I'm just going to use, like, a relationship, for example. You know, especially women, we get so, like, entrapped into these situations or engulfed and our energy just gets sucked away. And then when that person is gone, we really don't know what to do with that extra energy. We're just like, oh, my gosh, like, all my days were spent texting this person, calling this person, seeing what they were doing. So you really have to restructure your mind to replace that person with something that's beneficial to you. So like she said, go to the gym or, you know, find a new recipe to cook or just anything that's going to build you up and make you better. I Still in school, so that kind of helped 
because I was able to focus on school, but I did. I moved away. I was about an hour away, so the person was not around me. So I could really just isolate myself and find myself and figure out who I was. Mm. That's that's the only advice, you know. You and find you know find that that goddess within. That's what you have to do because you have to reclaim your power. And you have to figure out why you're here because you spend so much time combined with someone else's past, and with the once the path is split. You're like, what is my purpose? You know, I was a wife or I was a girlfriend for all these years, and that's how I identify myself. Who am I? What am I? What is my purpose? Why am I here? And mm. all I did was write until I couldn't write anymore, until I felt like I knew who I was and I knew what I wanted, and that's when things really started to fall into place because I stopped making decisions for other people and I started making decisions for myself and doing what it is that I wanted to do. I was no longer worrying about what his mom was going to say or what he was going to think or, no, it was all about me. And it's scary, but it's also very empowering if you choose to look at it in a positive way. Mm. Yeah. It was very deep. That's, that's, that's the mental law of neutralization. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you don't yep. have, that's just what it is. Like, that's the reality of this world or universe we live in. It's going to be a rainy a rainy day and it's going to be a sunny day. Mm-hmm. So are you going to be sad about the rainy day and complain like, oh, my God, my hair is messed up, my hair is getting mm-hmm. wet? Or are you going to learn to go inside and neutralize mm-hmm. that, that, that way? Mm-hmm. Or hop in your plane and fly south for the winter or whatever people yep. do. Yeah. You gotta neutralize. Yeah. Because it's always gonna be a rainy day. It's always gonna be a bad always gonna be a bad breakup. It's always yep. gonna be, you know, just a bump in the road. Or you always will be running late to something and then mm-hmm. people driving slow. It's always gonna be something. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you know, you have to you have to love yourself. And I don't mean like just like people always say, like, oh, I love myself. Like, no, you really have to be patient with yourself. You have to be kind with yourself because, I, you know, I'm not one of those people that's just like, oh, just brush it off. Like, no, I think you should say, you know what, I'm sad right now. I'm sad. I miss this person. You know, I love having this person in my life. But you don't stay in those negative feelings. You just say that to yourself and say, you know what, yes, I do miss this person, but I'm going to make the best of my time without this person. You know, you have to you have to invest in yourself. And a lot of women, we don't know how to do that. We're so used to giving to other people that when we are alone and we don't have someone, we really don't know what to do. With ourselves, we just lost a lot of time. We're like, wait a minute, I don't have somebody to cook for. I don't have nobody to check on. You need to do that. Cook for yourself. Check on yourself. <laughs> okay. You know, it's true, and it's it's kind of sad, but it's kind of almost like the way that a lot of us are raised is it's almost like people want us to feel like it's selfish to focus on ourselves, but that's, that's the best thing that you could. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, that's the best thing you can do for anybody else is to focus on yourself. 
Because mm-hmm. how you going to be good for anybody else? Mm-hmm. How you gonna Absolutely. If you're not good for yourself. Absolutely. 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 And then, you know, you want to find a new relationship or you want to find someone else. And the best thing you could do for that person is to know who you are. Nobody wants to be with somebody who's confused and, you know, they're still trying to figure out who they are and they don't know where they're going and they lost and they feel sad and, no. So, you you know, the best thing for yourself, the best thing for everybody around you is to focus on yourself and take that time to heal. The same way if you broke your leg, you know, it hurts. Ow, I can't walk for a little while, but what are you going to do? You're not going to just try to run on a broken leg. You know, you're going to you're gonna chill. You're going to give yourself some time to heal because you're going to be 100%. And it's the same thing with emotion. The same as if it was a physical injury. It's the same thing. Yeah. And don't be, don't be too hard on yourself. I appreciate that, y'all. <laughs> oh, my bad. What you say? <laughs> I said I, pre- I appreciate that, y'all. Oh. It re- it resonated very much, so. <laughs> yeah. Do you mind if I ask, like, is it a relationship type of situation? Um, I mean, yeah, it's a bunch of different things, actually. Mm-hmm. I could be calling my family. I've, I haven't talked to family members in a long time. It's just what you said. I'm just not used to, like, being on my own. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. And I feel yeah. obligated <laughs> to do things for other people. And I'm just kind of like, I want time to myself. But, okay, I want to do stuff for you. I feel bad that I'm telling you, leave me alone, you know. So yeah, I feel like, ah, I have nobody to talk to because they're mad at me or, you know what I mean. So just kind of, like, letting go and kind of do my own thing and not really worrying about who's mad. Mm-hmm. or who has issues with me is really why I think I'm having, like, trouble, like, letting go, you know? Yeah. I'm not trusting myself, but mm-hmm. I'm going to start trusting myself. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, be patient with yourself. Like, people think, oh, well, especially if the person did you wrong, you think you should get over it quick. Like, oh, he hurt me, so I'm just going to get over it and move on. Like, no, like, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be hurt. The thing is just, like she said, you know, taking that energy and turning it around, you know, taking that hurt energy. Like you said, if you're a singer or you're a writer, take that negative hurt energy and put it into some poems. Put it into, you know, start a book. Start, get some paint and just start painting. It don't have to be nothing specific, but, you know, you like to cook, just start baking and use that to, to harness the creativity that, you know, that we all have inside of us. A lot of times, if you say you with somebody, you don't you don't necessarily express that because you're using that energy and that emotion to show that person love and to show that person how much you care about them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, take the time, even if it's just one thing a day, like something special mm-hmm. just for yourself, and then get into that habit or have, like, a special, a special day, like every Sunday is, like, a self-care day, like I'm going to take care of Sundays, I'm just going to light some candles and listen to some good music and relax, you know, and then little by little, you'll get used to being alone to the point where when people come around, you're like, okay, when are y'all leaving? Because <laughs> I just picked out by myself, like, I just want to be with me. <laughs> I did a little candle incense burn last night. It helped. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I was like, all right, I like this. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's, it's pretty much like you have to date yourself almost. Like the love you would show to someone else, you have to show it to yourself. And people were like, what? You know, you're not coming out this weekend. Like, no, I just want to stay home and relax. Like, I just want to think. You know, sometimes you just want to think and figure out your own thoughts and figure out what your likes and dislikes are and what your goals are because I'm sure they're separate now from what they were when you were in a relationship, you know, or all the things, like, think about all the things you would have done when you were in a, in a relationship but you couldn't because you were with somebody. That could be another list, a bucket list of, like, you know what, when we were together, he never liked to, you know, do any activities, so I'm going to go do a whole bunch of activities. Or we were together, he never wanted to watch scary movies. I'm going to watch a whole bunch of scary movies. Like, you kind of really have to be childlike with it and just have fun with yourself. (laughs) Jay (laughs) Waters. Um, regenerated moon. Hi. Hey, hey. What's going on, regenerated moon? Hey, I just wanted to um speak on the the sisters that was talking about the um that was just talking as far as letting go. And uh-huh. first of all, everything that y'all was saying was on point. You know the. The um, as far as the just the pendulum swing and you know getting on a positive note to to kind of like you know outweigh whatever bad is going on. Um, but what you know what one thing I learned was that that pendulum swing is like the way out for anything for any situation that we're dealing with. But sometimes when we don't actually deal with what is actually going on within us and and actually kind of analyze um, why we keep making the same choices or doing the same thing. We, we're just going to keep on, even though we, like, divert our um, attention to something else and that helps us for that moment, we're going to, like, be faced with the same type of situation in a different kind of form. So, like, if if my problem is I'm um, I'm dealing with and I just speak for you know for myself, if if I'm always getting into a relationship where a guy I feel like he's insensitive and I finally am like, Okay, fuck this dude I'm I'm sorry, I got a potty mouth. <laughs> Forget this this guy and um I'm gonna divert my attention to this. But I don't really deal with um why I choose people who are insensitive, I can forget him and that that law of the rhythm will help me in that area, but then I'll have an insensitive family member that'll call me and and ask too much of me or just it'll just be the same thing, you know, in a in a circle if we don't deal with that. But that, that law of rhythm, like you said, it will always once we stop focusing, it will always get us off of that that negative but I found that if I don't deal with why that particular subject keeps coming to my life, 
one thing will be alleviated, but I'll be faced with another situation that that deals with the same thing. So just, you know, just like what she was saying, just learning about yourself and going within is, is key, especially if you are experiencing the same stuff over and over again, just different ways. Hmm. Yeah, I hear a dog barking. Not mine. I, I, I did. You hear it? Yeah. Choo choo. Choo choo. What do you see? But, yeah, girl, you just got to – and then keep coming to things like this. Like, keep getting support from sisters that been through that, went through that. Like, the other sister said she was married for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Like, you ain't – you wasn't married to him. Not even half the time with him. Not even a little nudge. (laughs) Right, and look at her. She's doing fine. She's strong-minded. She's, you know – Hey, I told you. You're breaking in and out. Can you hear me now? Um, kinda. It's like breaking in and now I can hear you. Remember, I was telling you about one day you be chilling in a day with your husband <laughs> and be smoking something like. Babe, I can't believe I was so crazy over him. <laughs> like him or whatever, you know, and you're going to be over it, like, and that's just, that's the law of rhythm, you're going to be up, then you're going to be down, and this pain that you feel is not, it is not guaranteed, it's not for sure, it's not, it's not going to stay, so you will overcome. I know, I'm happy that I, uh, called in tonight. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> I've been writing in my little notes to all that we were talk, talking about because I am a start. I'm going to start reading more. Yeah. Did you a Kabbalion? Somebody said put the Baltimore situation with something else. Ain't that running from And I would say no, it's not running from it unless it can be If it's not fixable, you have to put your focus on something else. Yeah. Your scar, you don't want to just try to wait for the scar to heal. You got to keep moving. And just, oh, I'm a, I got a scar on my knee, so I'm going to just sit here and let it heal before I can walk again. No, you got to put a Band-Aid on it and keep it pushing. If it can be fixed. But, yeah, I do get what you're asking, like, sometimes, like how some people will try to, like, drink their problems away or smoke drugs to get rid of their problems, and then when they're back sober, the problem is still there. But it's like that's something that they got to mentally, that's, that's something they got to mentally work on because at that point, yes, you're replacing it, and it's kind of like, why? <laughs> 
you should be trying to fix that. If you got an alcohol problem or if you got problems at home, try to run from it, you should be trying to fix it. But if it's something that can't be fixed, like a bad day at work, for example, you're just having a bad day at work. Or the people at the job are getting on your nerves. You got to really try to polarize that. Like, or think of something else that can help you get through the day. Something. <laughs> so, <laughs> not sleeping it under the rug. That ain't what we saying. Not sleeping it under the rug. But, you know, like a breakup. You, it's, That's one of them situations where you have to replace the problem or the situation with something else. It's not really running from because you out of the relationship already. Yeah. So you got to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Hey, Durga Soul. Hey. <laughs> but you already know what my question is or what I'm going to talk about. I'm doing good. But, um, okay, so for like, like I told you, like the last week, maybe like almost two weeks, it's like I could just be right in the middle of something. Like when it happened like two nights ago, I was like right in the middle of flat iron in my hair. And it's like all the sound around me starts to, like, muffle out. And then, like, my left ear will start ringing like a, you know, like a ringing noise. And then another ear is like a, like somebody's whispering something in my ear. Kind of like when somebody's so close to you trying to whisper something that you can't even understand what they're saying. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, what what is the like what is it trying to say like what is going on like what what is it <laughs> and it's not it doesn't scare me at all it's just more so i'm just trying to figure out what is it who is it and like i told you before i don't know if you've ever if you like follow some of the stuff Sylvia Brown said before or ever in her books but like maybe like a month ago or two months ago i read her book about spirit guides and it was just Ever since I read it, it kind of, like, made me more open to different things. And I guess I was trying to be more receptive to, you know, having, I don't know, maybe, like, contact with the spirit guide. Or I always think about that, like, dang, I wish I could, you know, speak to my spirit guide. Because in the book she says, you know, your spirit guides, they want to know you. They want to contact you. They want to communicate with you. But it's more so a thing they just kind of like, they don't. They're there for you in life and all that, but they kind of like play their part in the back. So I don't know. It's just, I'm trying to figure out if anybody else experienced that. Huh? Do you ever see numbers at all? Like um, a constant, like just repetition of the same number all the time or. Well, one set of numbers that's always like all my life has been like 259. Two five nine. Yeah, I see it like everywhere all the time. But recently, no, I haven't really seen any like specific numbers. I remember you were saying that on the last call last week, and I was trying to think. I was like, no, recently I haven't had any like repetitious numbers, or that I haven't really. Maybe I haven't just like you know paid attention, or I don't know. But another weird thing too with that is I usually have. Like, I lucid dream a lot. Like, I've always been a lucid dreamer since I was little, but and I always remember my dreams. I dream a lot. It's 
never really a time where I don't dream. And But maybe for, like, the last week, I haven't really, like, when I thought about it, I was like, well, I haven't even really dreamed anything. I don't even remember dreaming anything. It's just, like, a black thought when I think about, oh, well, what did I dream last night? So I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's, like, I almost feel like it's maybe some trying to give me a message or something like that, but I'm not really sure on how to be receptive, more receptive to the message. I remember you said meditation, and that is something that I do need to work on more because I don't really meditate, to be honest. I need to get more skilled in that and practice it more. Or you can do meditation is like. Your phone's going in and out. Oh, damn it. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So um, I was saying, like, meditation is, like, number one. But number two, mm-hmm. I would say, like, you want to um, understand, like, your um, – I won't, I won't even say under. Well, yeah, you want to understand it too, but you want to clean and cleanse and clear up your aura mm-hmm. because that might be affecting the message. Yeah. You know, affecting the message in some sort of way <clears throat> because just like our bodies, our bodies is connected with the earth, right? And the, And the earth has a force field of energy around it. And so does our bodies. In fact, our body have a seven-layer magnetic force field. And sometimes that force field can get uh, cloudy. It can get, and that's just from our own negative thoughts. Our own mm-hmm. negative thoughts allow this aura that is around us, that this, for, this magnetic force field that is circulating around us, whether we can see it or not, is still there. And it's, and what it is is, it can it can get clogged up due to our own negative thoughts or our past traumatic experiences or yeah. just with things that just don't serve us, but our particular thoughts that don't serve us, thoughts that we know we shouldn't be having. Mm-hmm. And when we um we gotta really do certain things to cleanse that energy because when you when your aura is blocked, it's really and truly like a dark cloud around you. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. There's a dark cloud around you, then no sunshine can penetrate that. Um, that it can't penetrate your mind, your aura, and you have an over self, and that over self is pretty much like a collection of thoughts um, above your head. But if your aura is blocked, it's kind of like you can't really access those thoughts, and then other light-coated information can't even penetrate the aura because of the blockage. And you got to do certain yeah. things to cleanse, cleanse your aura. I mean, other than meditation, that's the only thing that I could really say. I've never had that, like voices and, you know, things like that. I've had some crazy mm-hmm. things happen in dreams, but, um, like, awaken the physical, I've never experienced that, you know? And the only thing yeah. I can say, somebody else listening have, but the best thing I could say is really to meditate, really to program, reprogram your subconscious mind to be receptive to, to certain things. And make sure also that you're not um, too attached to the, to the physical plane, meaning, you know, bad things you're eating, negative thoughts that's keeping you attached, 
because that will weigh you down to where you can't really be elevated, uh, physically elevated to mentally understand what's going on. Yeah, and that makes sense, too, because when this started, like I said, it was like maybe like a week and a half ago, I had just really started um, kind of like a, I had cut out all meat. I was just drinking water and vegetables and fruit. Like I wasn't eating any starches, any so like no sugars, everything. It was like I had just started that. So it was almost kind of like it started like days after that. So I'm pretty sure that has something to do with it, but it was just all at the same time. I was like, this is kind of like, this it's just like really interesting to me. Hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, I really wish I could, I went through that, like, so that I could give you some type of insight. I probably don't have to <laughs> No, it's okay. <laughs> but just some type of insight, like, meditation work for everything. That's so healing for me. Uh, it, it's worked for others, other people, too. But what kind of step when you meditate? What do you do? Like, what I know you say you have a you have a child and you have a husband, so you know how just like how do what do you do? Like, go to like an isolated area in your house where like you don't have to be bothered by anybody, or do you like go in the closet? Like, what exactly do you do when you meditate? I meditate a lot in the car too, really and truly. Like, I'll sit in my car. And I'll meditate. But, yeah, I'll, I've done it in my closet. I've meditated in the shower, um, mm-hmm. in the bed. And what I do is the first thing that I do um, is I've always, it always works for me, is I get into with my heartbeat. I don't know. Yeah, like, I remember you were saying that. Last week I was listening to that when you were saying, like, you listen to the rhythm and you just kind of, like, use that to calm yourself kind of. Yeah, and then not only that, as well to heal, like when you, you know, your heart beating, your heart is beating all over your body, but, mm-hmm. you know, if it's a particular area or something that you would like to clear or declog or heal or whatever, then you want to you wanna get in tune, consciously in tune with that heartbeat. In that location, because mind you, it's still beating in that location. It just makes it different mm-hmm. when you put your thought with it. That makes it everything. Mm-hmm. So if that's the first step to healing, and if you and if you're mentally focused on what it is you want to be revealed, then I'm sure I'm sure it will reveal to you. Because I did meditations with the intent to have certain things revealed to me, focusing on my heartbeat. Focusing on putting that putting that pulsation, or just having the the thought of the pulsation because it's already pulsating anyway. But just having the thought and being in tune with the pulsation in my brain, trying to get in tune mm-hmm. with the pulsation, my pineal gland. Like certain things have been revealed to me, but that like voices and I've never experienced that, you know. And I'm sure though it can be it can be reconciled. Like this, the the um, this particular the Kabbalion, it is known. Mm-hmm. Like very first introduction, it said that this is the the this is the great reconciler, and that's why I I really like suggest that to everybody because if you can get in tune with your problems or whatever it is, whatever issue you have, you can reconcile. You can come to a balance 
when you are um, like trying to solve certain things. Mm-hmm. You will come to a balance. You will come to an understanding dealing with these laws. Yeah. Well, when I find out whatever the message is, I'll definitely let you, let y'all know how that goes. <laughs> um, I think somebody might have some insight for you. Let me see. I see. What's her name? Hi, I'm back. <laughs> um. Yeah. Hey. for her. Hi. How are you? I was wondering if you had something to say. I was I was waiting for, to see if you had something to say. So I, I was honestly waiting on it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so um, the first thing with the numbers, I see um, double numbers every day, like all day, every day, to the point where at one point I was writing them down. It's usually like just every 22, 33, 44, 55, you know, and it's constant. Um also, mm-hmm. with the hearing thing, um, that, to me, I take that as a, a sign from ancestors, spirit guides, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I only say that because sometimes what, what, I, what, you, what you have to do is really become really in tune with mm-hmm. um, your surroundings, um, signs, symbols, numbers, sounds, animals, everything. Because what's going to start to happen, you're going to notice these things are going to start to line up. And at those moments, you have to think about what it is that you're thinking. Um, Because a lot of times, especially like I read, um, like I've been learning how to read tarot cards. So sometimes I'll be reading my tarot cards and I'll get a, a message and that's when I hear like the little ringing in my ears. And then to me, that's like a confirmation, like, okay, yes, that's the message that I was meant to receive. Or if I'm doing something and I'm, I thought of something like, oh, you know, that's a good idea. I'll look at the clock and it'll be like 7.55 or mm-hmm. something of that nature. So what I have done in my own life um, is just when I can tell when I'm in alignment and when I'm in the flow of the right energy, because that's when I start seeing the numbers, that's when I start hearing this, you know, it goes like almost like you're going deaf a little bit, like it's like a, almost yeah. like your ears are stuffy, and then you hear like a little. It sounds like, like you're in a, a closed room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you hear that high-pitched noise, and to me yeah. that, that always tells me when I'm on point with something. If I'm giving somebody some advice or um talking to somebody about something, or even if it's like a meeting with someone, maybe I haven't seen them in a long time, and it's almost like just you just getting a confirmation from your angels or from your spirit guides or from the ancestors or even your higher self saying, yes, this is where you're supposed to be at this present time. Slow down and really figure out what's going on so you can really get that message. Because a lot of our day we're so in, much in autopilot and we're all over the place that this is how they communicate with us, through numbers. I don't know if you know, there's a website called Sacred Numbers um, that it pretty much breaks down all the number combinations that you could possibly see throughout the day. Um, I know when I first started to, quote, unquote, come into consciousness and I was waking up, the number I always used to see was one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, and I would see it all the time. And Mm -hmm. 
now, then you know, then I started seeing eleven eleven all the time. Now it's more like five five five, four four four, you know, and you got you can go and look up the numbers and it'll kinda of give you a background of what each one means and what it resonates with because the same way with um with Amina Bay, she asked us to give her our spirit names because they resonate with a specific number. And so numerology is very important, and that is one of the ways that the universe gives us messages is through numbers. So it would be smart that, especially if you're seeing certain numbers often, like I see them on license plates. Sometimes I'm driving down the street and I'll see an address that's like 555. You know, like it's, it's very random, but to me it's not random anymore because that's my life now. And yeah, I don't believe animals. in coincidences either. No, me either, exactly. And I see cats all the time. Like today I saw a cat. And it's like I work in, I'm a social worker. And so every time I'm out in the field and I see cats, I'm like, okay, this is telling me that I'm in my purpose, that I'm doing what it is I'm supposed to be doing right now. Um, so, you know, you have, to just, you have to just be aware. And I think when they're sending us these signs and these signals, Sometimes it could be a warning. Sometimes it could be, for me, it's really just a slow down and, you know, kind of savor the moment and really get whatever it is out of the moment that you're supposed to be trying to get. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, so to me, if I was you, that's my, that's what I would do for my advice. When you start hearing that ringing, it's like backtrack a little bit and say, what was the last thing I thought about? You know, or if you're okay. thinking about something, you see the numbers, okay, then you're like, okay, that's what I thought about. Um, on her website, on the Sacred Numbers website, I know she goes in to say, like, certain numbers are almost like a gateway and just letting you know that the spirits have heard what you're saying or heard, like, if you're Is it Sacred Scribes Angel Numbers dot blogspot dot com? I think possibly? So. Yeah. I think okay. I Googled it on you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it has all the numbers um, broken down. But, um, you know, I usually just Google angel numbers because I can never remember the website, and then it's, like, one of the first ones that come up. Um, yeah. But, you know, start your own. You can start your own journal for your own personal numbers. So you know, like, a certain times, if you're going through a really, like, say if you're going having a bad day, may you may see, like, 111, you know, and then every time you have and a I bad And I do. I can birth- say that. Mm-hmm. And that's my birthday, too, so it is kind of, like, oh, wow. okay, my birthday. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say I see that number a lot. Yeah, and so you'll start to notice like, certain patterns in your life, and that's what I try to tell a lot of people. Like, your life is, is really made out of a lot of patterns, and we don't always notice it because, like I said, we're, like, worrying about what we're going to eat, what we're going to wear to work, what we're going to do at work, blah, blah, and we're just all over the place. We're not noticing what these things are, mm-hmm. and that's kind of their way of waking us up, of saying, okay, you are – all over the place right now. Relax, realign yourself. Here, I'm going to send you a quick little message so you can get out of that autopilot. Because once you see those numbers, you wake up. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, mm-hmm. three, three, three. Like, that's strange, you know, and you, you see it. So it's a way for you to kind of just, all right, click with me, turn my mind back on, and get off the yeah. autopilot. So I'm doing things with intention. So, no, I, I, I hear it all the time, every day. I hear my ears ringing. It used to be usually when I'm going through something, um, I see a lot more. And to me, that just shows more of a, a presence, um, you know, of the spirit guides or you know whatever you want to call it. 
because you are going yeah. through something stressful. So they're more they're more um present in your life. But um yeah, I would definitely like write it down, like even just get you like a little journal, keep it in your car, keep it in your pocketbook and just whenever you see the little number, just write it or even in your notes in your phone, just write it down. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you okay. can remember what it was you were thinking about, just kind of write it down. Like if you say, okay, I was thinking about starting a website, and you looked at the time, and it said 2.22. You're like, okay, that's a sign that I need to go ahead and start my website. So, you know, that's usually how I take it, but that's usually what works for me. Okay. And I do have one question I want to ask you, too. Like, ever since Uh that started happening, like, I'm usually really hard to scare. Like, people can just be completely hot, and and I wouldn't know they're there, and they jump out and try to scare me, and it won't scare me. But since, like... Like I said, this has all been, like, in the last week and a half. Like, mm-hmm. at least, like, two times a day, my boyfriend could just walk by me, and it will just, he'll just startle me. Like, I'll jump so hard, like, oh, my God, you just scared me so bad. And he'll be like, what's going on with you? Like, why are you so jumpy? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, everything is just, like, I don't know if it's, I don't know how to explain that, really. Like, what what would you say that is? It's just, like, I get, I'm so jumpy. Not even that I realize it. I could be thinking that I'm completely calm, like I could be just completely calm and I'll To me it sounds like you're, you're, I don't want to sound like spooky, but it's almost like you're in another world or you're in another dimension. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's almost like when when you're, you know how you're like falling asleep or you're in that halfway sleep state and then somebody like mm-hmm. touch you and you like get jumped, you get scared, like oh, like they just bring you back real quick. That's mm-hmm. kind of what it seems like to me. I'm the type of person like I get zoned out very easily. I'm I always tell people like I'm like I'm never here in the present. I'm always somewhere else mentally, somewhere else, and mm-hmm. everything else is going on around me, and I'm not even there. So if somebody just pop up and out of my side view, I'm like, oh wait, like where you come from? You know, because I was yeah. I really wasn't <laughs> present. So what I would say is, like, at that time when it happens, just kind of, yeah, like, once again, just kind of rewind your mind, like, okay, like, what was I, where was I? Because you may have, like, really just, you know, drifted off. Yeah. And it's not that the person has scared you, but it's almost like they kind of, like, snapped in your face, like, wake up, like, brought you back, and you're like, oh, like, hey, like, where you, you know, where, where did you get here? Because I was not paying attention. I'm I'm in La La Land, but, um mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like to me, only because I do that all the time. Even sometimes, you know how sometimes you'll be driving home somewhere and you like don't realize how you got home. You just remember getting in your car and then yes, you know, all the time. It's yes. like that, you know. And that's to me, that could be autopilot. So you need to kind of just be more intentful of what you're, where you're at, and what you're doing. Or it could also be that you know you really, you really just not on this level no more. You may be vibrating on a different level than the people around you. So then, when they touch you or they come around you, it's almost like you got to hurry up and get back in your body. Like, okay, I'm back. I totally believe that. I that sound that makes so much sense. I totally believe that. That especially that last line you just said. And like mm-hmm. I said, I think a lot of it too has to do with. I think a big, uh, like factor in that too is like I said, I cut out meat, like, I had, I've just been yep. drinking water, 
just eating so mm-hmm. good, and it's almost like I feel lighter. Like I feel almost, even like just during the day, I just feel kind of like I'm floating through life. Just like mm-hmm. I don't even, I don't feel as weighed down. I guess I can say I just feel lighter. I don't even yeah. know how to explain. It's just I feel so light. Mhm. And I was, um, I don't know where I read this or heard this, a video or something that it might have been, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Bobby Hemmett, but it might have been Bobby Hemmett. I'm not sure. But What does he look it, like? Um, he's like a brown skin, kind of short. Some of his videos, he's kind of heavy set. Some of his videos, he's skinnier. But, um, no, I thought you saw like, this guy on YouTube, but never mind. Yeah, he is on YouTube. There's a lot of videos of him um, that he has, like, lectures on YouTube. Some of them are, like, Does he have an accent? Yes, he's from South Carolina. Okay, no, the guy I'm thinking about is from, um, like, Europe somewhere. It's a black guy with, oh. like, an English accent or a Jamaican um, accent. Oh, or you're talking about Gano, um, Gano Grill? I don't even remember his name. But what were you saying? What did he say in the but, video? Um, I had, I don't know where, where I saw this or what I watched, but they were saying how a lot of times um, our spirit guides or other entities or what you want to call it don't necessarily like to deal with humans when we're eating meat because we stink. We have a, a smell mm-hmm. to us if you eat meat. And so even though they may want to interact with you, they don't, they stay away from you. It's almost like a repellent because you are eating meat. So, you know, I've been vegetarian now for three years. And like you said, when I first became vegetarian, I was, like, just awake to everything. Like, the everything just looked different. Everything sounded different. And I was getting downloads and visions and all kinds of signs and symbols just haywire. It was almost like they've been trying to contact me forever. And as soon as I, you know, unplugged from the meat, all of it just came in at one time. And so, like you said, you're now you're you're pretty much being more of an open vessel and an open open channel to receiving what it is that you were they probably been trying to tell you for the longest time, but being that you were eating meat and you may have been more dense, you weren't receiving the messages. Yeah, and I believe it's a message too that it's trying to get to me because I before maybe like in the last month like. In the month, last month and a half, like, the last time I had this kind of dream was, like, maybe, like, a month ago. But I keep having dreams of people that are, like, quote-unquote psychics or being in my dreams, and they're, like, telling me stuff. And mm-hmm. But I always get waking up, like, right when they're starting to really get into telling me stuff. And it's, like, mm-hmm. sometimes they'll be answering questions that I already have, like, that I actually have when I'm awake. And even this lady that I go see, it's a, um, like, it's a, she doesn't even like to be called. So like, I don't even know what she likes to be called. But she, I've been seeing this lady for, like, the last two years. I've probably seen her, like, four or five times. And she's always just, like, so spot on with everything she tells me. And I, she was in my dream. And she was, like, two weeks ago, I was like, come and see me. Like, just come and see me. I got Basically, like, she has some stuff to tell me. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I need to go see this lady. But mm-hmm. I just haven't had time to actually go see her. But I kind of want to learn on my own, you know, kind of learn how to get the messages myself versus just going to see her all the time mm-hmm. or wanting to go see her. Yeah, I was but definitely yeah. do like Mina said, um, meditate and get you a journal. 
you know, because... Yeah, um, I brought one, too. Yeah, when they're giving you those messages, they want to know that you're paying attention and that mm-hmm. you're going to actually use the messages that they're giving. They're just not wasting their time. So, you know, writing it down and going back and rereading, and if it is something like a, some type of action that you need to take, you know, take the action. Um but those are the two, maybe yeah, mainly the two things that I would suggest is really just you know make sure you're being aware, you know, because I'm mm-hmm. sure they're sending your sending you multiple messages all day long telling you stuff, but you just have to yeah. be able to see it. Mhm. Well, have fun. Really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people are always like, I want to talk to my spirit guys and I want to talk to my ancestors, but it's like you have to be number one. You have to actually think that it's possible to do so, and then number two, yeah. you got to be open to it. So, if you, it seems like they're trying to definitely reach out to you, which is a positive thing. So, I would say congrats on that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Uh, is is Mina still on the phone? I mean, still on the phone because I see. <laughs> Because she put in the chat, she said, my service is acting up, and then I keep seeing it saying that she's logging in and out of the chat. I think she's oh, trying to get oh. back on the phone right now. Yeah, it's, I don't know what's going on with this thing. Oh, it logged me out, too. Oh. Hello? It's saying she's logged back oh. in, though. Okay. Yeah, I think it, like, times out, like, after a few minutes. If you're not actually using the chat, it times out. But that's the only way to um to get on so you can talk. Oh, no. Well, I have a quick question while we're waiting, <laughs> while we're just fighting the board. Have you ever, do you know anybody, or have you ever um done this yourself? I just saw this, like, you know, just randomly looking at stuff. That, like, you know, sometimes when it's a certain message you want, I mean, a certain answer you want, you know, you kind of, before you, like, go to sleep or during meditation, you have, like, a certain thing on your mind and, like, you're, like, meditating on this thing, I guess, and you leave out, like, a piece of paper and a a pen and you want the answer and, like, you know, and the answer was actually written there or, like, left somewhere, like, you know, maybe, like, written in the dirt somewhere, you know, or something like that. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Um, I've never had experience of it, actually. I do put a pen and paper next to my bed because I do have problems sometimes memorizing my, or remember my dreams, so I do write, I remember my dreams on my paper before I go to bed, and I leave it next to my bed with um a cup of water. Um, But... What I notice in my life is I'm online a lot and I'm driving around a lot for work. So when I ask for answers to questions,